Max, you tested. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> you good? I was, I was trying to make you laugh, so I was like flailing and my fingers totally around, sound. and then I forgot I was supposed to talk. So don't stop and try again. Well, that's okay, because I didn't say kid tested. I fumbled that, too. Did you? Yeah, I totally fumbled it. If Someone's going to go back and be like, oh, he totally fumbles it. Because if you picked it up and kept going, I wouldn't have been worried. Um, but no, I totally fumbled so it. So should we just... No, it's fine. Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. <laughs> and I'm the mom Dawn, and we're already being silly, and it's what, one second in. I know, but whatever. It's one of those days. Is this, this is a good episode to be silly, because it's kind of a sad episode. This is like probably one of our more, like the, the movies themselves aren't sad, but the reason we're doing the episode is sad, and I know that, you know, this happened a, wh- a while ago. A couple weeks, tw- we've just gotten busy. Yeah, we've been super busy, and but in 2020 terms, like, you know, it's... Right. Every day is crazy, but... Uh, we're doing our Chadwick Boseman episode. That's right. And if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme. You've got me on that one. Because you tie... Okay. So normally mom dances around when I say that to try and get me to laugh. What you did and what got me is that you you lip synced what I was saying. <laughs> right. So I, I looked at you and heard my own voice coming out. And I just... I couldn't get through it without laughing. I'm sorry. No, this, you, that's, this is a good that start. That was Beaker. What? I was doing my little beaker Muppet. Yeah. But I was copying you, but it was my beaker. Okay. So if you do it again, I promise I won't do it. Okay. If you can, I'll try not to laugh. Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme where a theme is given to us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on this theme. That theme. Woof. We are just, we are stumbling through this, aren't we? Right. It, again, now we're, we're 10 seconds in. Yeah. 10. No. But what happened was. You, the reason why I made that face at you, because I made like this somber face, is yeah. because all of a sudden you dropped like two pitches. You were like, Kid Tested Mother Approved. And I'm like, who who came in the room? <laughs> Who's that so, guy? Yeah. So anyway, so what movies did we do? Uh, we watched Get On Up and 42. Yes. Which I incorrectly in the last episode said, oh, you know, he had the disease at this point. He had cancer, but he didn't have it yet. No, that we don't. Um, that we know. Well, yeah, fair enough. Because they said four-year battle, and that's just what was known to him at least. So Right. Um. But yeah, I tell you what, both of these movies. Okay, also, this is another side tangent. Whoop. Recently, Whitney, my girlfriend, pointed out to me that I say, I tell you what, a lot. And I was like, no, I don't. Yes, you do. I totally do. Which is funny because that's such a redneck comic thing to say. No, but like the, I tell you what. Like, oh, no. I think it's so like country. There's something bumpkin. else that you I say. I tell you what. No, there's something. If anything? No, there's another one that you I do say that all the one time. A lot. I say, if anything, and Whitney's like, leave it on the stage. Because um, that's a part of, that's a bit I do where I go, if anything. Oh, that's funny. Um, and so anytime I say that, because I do that a lot, apparently. Anyway, we watched Get On Up in 42. We did. Both starring Chadwick Boseman as two very historic African-American males. Biopics, correct? Yeah, biopics. Very different. Yes. Like, very different people. And it, it was, this is funny, because... It was very hard for us not to talk about these because as my computer was loading, we always talk a little bit. It was hard because we kept being like, oh, what do you think of this? Or, or like, da-da-da. We both kind of gravitated towards the other movies. Like, like for this one, you didn't give me one and I didn't give you one. We both just kind of said We're this and this. These. But we both kind of gravitated – like, we both gravitated to each of – like, you gravitated to one, I gravitated to the other. Right. I don't know why so, I can't figure out the words. That's okay. So, I liked 42 the best. You liked 42 the best. And you liked – I thought Get On Up was one of the best biopics I've ever seen. Wha- I thought it was phenomenal. I – okay. First things first. Sorry. Chadwick Boseman, while he is an amazing actor, something I don't think enough people have talked about, the things that that guy can do with his voice – 
And what I mean by that is T'Challa, James Brown, and Jackie Robinson all have completely different voices. Well, and I think you're absolutely right. And so he does. He throws. He does different things. He, also, he's done. Um, is it called Marshall? Who yeah, he was Marshall. He was Thurgood Marshall, which I also want to see. He's a f- and he's did Dos Five Bloods. He's done a lot. And Bridges, something Bridges. Yes, I don't remember what it's called. Twenty One Bridges. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so yeah, we just picked two music ones because. Oh no, we didn't. One music one, but two sport, biopics. Two of like his bigger that weren't because we've done Black Panther and it, and it well, it didn't feel right to just do another Marvel film because he's just in those. He's not the star of those right i think there's multiple ways you could have called you could there's multiple themes that could have fit for this week yes bio biopics snubs right uh i mean just in general obviously chadwick boseman iconic you know figures in history right i like yeah i think both of these movies while i while i obviously enjoyed get on up more than i enjoyed uh 42 they both are very well done movies they both are very you can't – I know that you didn't like the cinematography style or, like, the pacing of right. Get On Up, but you can't argue that it's – it's like that makes it a bad film. You know what I mean? No, like, um, like, I enjoyed the acting very much. I enjoyed saying. the it's music like, very much. It's the idea, and that's what I kept telling you. It's the idea that it bit bops. It so totally. it starts out in the 80s, and all of a sudden he's a little boy, and then it's the 60s, and then it's this. And I understand what they were doing. It was almost like chapters. Yes. But I didn't enjoy that. So what I liked about that is it almost felt like – now, this is totally simplifying it and, and not as interesting as it was in this movie. But it'd be like if I was, you were like, would you like an egg salad sandwich? And I said, no, I hate egg salad sandwiches. And then the next scene, we see why I hate egg salad sandwiches. But then it just keeps jumping. Like, it, it just keeps jumping to different things, which that's why I liked. I felt like every scene led into the next scene, even though it was at a different point in his life. Yeah. Like, does that, does that make sense? Like it it makes sense. I just didn't. It, not, the and, the yeah. two brothers, I'm going to guess they were brothers because they both had the same last name. But it who could, knows? I don't know if it was male, female. I don't know. Two, I don't know. Because one of the names was like Jez. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't care for their writing style, but Let's I liked the out. story because I love, love this. I love James Brown, or I mean, the parts that I knew about him was really interesting, and I thought Chadwick Boseman did a great job. Okay, Chadwick Boseman, okay, crushed it at James Brown. I there's I only had a couple of problems with okay. with him, and it wasn't his fault. Yeah, I thought there was a couple of scenes like from the eighties. Mm-hmm. And I understand what James Brown looked like in the 80s because I was around in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. I thought the makeup was a little funky. Really? A little bit weird. I thought that I was shocked because I grew up with James Brown being old. Right. You know what I mean? Like for me, James Brown has always been old. Right. I was like, whoa. Right. Like I was, it threw me off. And okay, this is so dumb. The simple thing he does by jutting his jaw just a little bit forward, because that's how James Brown's face was. Right. Totally, like, it's, oh, I, it totally, if he didn't do that, right. just that little, like, it was an audio medium, so this doesn't help, but he just but he puts, just, yeah, he juts just his, juts a little bit of an bottom. underbite. Yeah, and um, it did, it helped. I just, he had a lot of makeup on. Oh, yeah. Throughout most of it. Oh, yeah. He didn't, where, he looked like James Brown for most of right, it. Right, where... In 42. He just looks like Chadwick Boseman. And I didn't know who he was because that was my first movie ever seeing him. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't until 
things were kind of happening yeah. with him that I even put together that Black that Panther. That yeah, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, and this will be different than a, a regular episode too because we might jump around a little bit more. Even though the movies aren't connected, we might just be like, "Oh, and this," and because you know, we'll like, think of something. Because we'll think about something as a because like with this one, like kind of with the last month where we both watched them and it wasn't like this is your movie, this is my movie. Um, right. I think the amount of snubs that both of these movies got is mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. Harrison yes. Ford should have got something. In 42. In 42. Dan Aykroyd should have got something in. But here's the thing is he elevated every single scene he was in. And Dan Aykroyd is the manager in Get On Up and every single scene. And James Brown called him Pops. Yeah. Which I thought was great. So I have to disagree with you on Dan. I mean, I thought Dan Aykroyd was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. At least a nom, I think. Right. Um, you know Not who, a win, but a nom. Who I think should have gotten a nomination. Uh, Bobby Bird? Mr. Bird. The, yeah. Uh, the, the actor that played Bobby Bird. That guy got snubbed, too. Uh, he was fantastic. Out of all the characters, I mean, Chadwick Boseman was amazing, and it showed his talent. He didn't do any of the singing. It was all dancing, though. He did all the dancing. I was just going to say nuts. that. Because yeah. we were talking about it before I watched it, and you were like, I don't think that's him. Because there are times where you don't see his face. Uh-huh. 100% him every single time. Did you Google it? Yeah, I looked it up. Well, in fact, I, I read an article, and it said that um, either before or after... He did the movie, James Brown. He met with James Brown's family. And they said, okay, show us this dance. Show us but this dance. But not in like a weird Andy Kaufman way. No, 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 well, no, cause... no. No, like, okay, show us how you're going to do it. Yeah. And he actually said no to them. He said, no, you're just going to have to wait because I don't, you know. Yeah, I want you to see it. I yeah. want you to see it how it is. And they liked it. Yes. Now, here's, they both were biopics. Here's the difference. Okay. James Brown was depicted as a person. Yes. What I mean by that is he had ups and downs. Yes. Jackie Robinson is the story of a hero. We don't need to see... Look, Jackie Robinson is a human being, and he probably made mistakes. He probably did things he wasn't proud of, but he still was a genuine... He was a good enough person. Like, It's kind of like that Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Where like, yeah, Mr. Rogers fumbled a little bit in real life, maybe... But like we don't that's not the focus of the movie. Right. The movie isn't his downfalls. No. The movie is look at this hero. He is a hero. Well, and the things that because so your um, get on up takes place from when he was little up until like the 80s. Yes. Okay. Bit bopping around. Uh, 42. I always want to call it 27. 42 takes place. Jerseys, not dresses. That's how you can remember it. Jerseys, not dresses. Because if it's 27, it's oh, 27 I was like, dresses. Um, because, now I lost my train of thought, darn it. 42 it's, takes place. In the 40s. Yes. So this is. For like is a couple months. 40, like, no, like three years. Really? I thought it was all 47. No. Oh. Like 44. To 47. Yeah. So it, it t- I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I, anyway, it's in the 40s. What's funny to me is that both of these real people were alive at the same time. Oh yeah, right. It's just kind of funny that it's it's stupid, but it's just kind of funny that like, right? Like Jackie Robinson could have listened to a James. I'm sure he did because he was alive. Well, he listened to a James Brown song at some point. It's or, just funny that Chad or Bo- flip that, Jackie Robinson could have been an influence to James Brown because James Brown did singing in the 50s and early 60s. Oh yeah, fair. Was really his thing. Your grandpa saw James Brown. Perform. Did he really? He did. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember what him a telling, showman. I, I I like I 
Okay. And this, it was when he wasn't super, super big. Yes. Um, oh, also, the wait, really? Hold on. We need to talk about that. Yeah. That rules. Yeah. I, I'm just I like. I believe it was in the early 60s. That's so cool. Yes. We'll talk more about that off mic because yeah. I have a lot of questions about that. Well, and I don't know how much I know, but I just yeah, remember him telling me the story one time. Yeah. Because like, that's the thing, right? Is like, we all want a story like that. Right. I saw blank before blank. Right. Like I saw them when I saw this, this person or this comic or this, this, I saw Star Wars the day it came out and the, the theater was empty because it wasn't Star Wars. You know what I mean? Right. Like, exactly. Like I, I want, oh, and yeah. I'm sure I'll have that. I'm sure that there are people that I've performed with. That it's like, oh, yeah, you see this A-list comic who's on Netflix? They did my stupid little bar show once. You know what I mean? Like, right. And That's so, good. No, I, so I think James Brown is one of the best performers of all time. I, what I mean by that is performers. Yeah. I love a good performer. The music can be a 75%. If your stage performance is 100, I'm into it well i always have loved about james brown when he and i was hoping they would kind of explain what what why he did that but they didn't that whole drop and then mr bird would put the cape on him yeah we didn't get that we only got it at the end there was a couple of times that we saw it but, but I'm, it's not even mr bird who puts it on him. i know and that that was the thing i was like i want to know what the cape is right and i want to know why did he do that and we yeah. probably if we googled it we I'm could sure probably get some not, information and i'm sure it's really not that exciting but it i know but, but it could have just been like a, i'm the king i deserve you know what i mean like yeah, something, or he just got tired or i don't yeah. know and then it just became part it of the became a thing i yeah he's just he's such a performer it's like him prince michael jackson there's also some there's some footage or something online where you can find and i'm this is wrong but I think it's a James Brown concert. Okay. Okay. And James Brown finds out that Prince is there. Okay. So he pulls Prince on stage. And not only is just Prince there, they also find out Michael Jackson is there. No way. Yeah. I'll have to find it. Yeah. And I could be wrong. I know that it's James Brown and Prince. I think it's also Michael Jackson. But it's just like this like, wait, what? Oh, like, you'll, you'll have definitely yeah, yeah. have to pull that but, up because I'd love to see that. Uh, somebody also who definitely deserves more credit in this movie is Craig Robinson as Mr. Maceo. Yeah. And I, can I just tell you, cause people are probably going, why, why are they, he always called his, everyone was Mr. Mr. This, because even there's that one scene where it's Frankie Avalon. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, James, that was great. And he goes, thank you, Mr. Avalon. It's Mr. Brown. Yeah. It's that respect level he that I love. He never said me or my or I. Everything was third person. And it, James Brown says this and James Brown says that. He was, okay, it's a weird way to phrase this. He was very full of himself in kind of like a Muhammad Ali way. Yeah. Where it was just, he was talking and you're like, I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds intense. Like, right. Like, I do this and I'm the greatest and blah, 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 blah. Like, you're like, this sounds like a poem, but I just asked you where the bathroom is. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I thought... This movie does a lot of repetition in a cool way uh, for us as the viewer, in a sad way as the, for the characters. There's a couple re repetitious parts of James Brown rolling up a joint, and later in his life he's rolling one up, and then he starts to sprinkle crack in it, and you're like, oof, well, which is he, a great way to show. He had some issues. <laughs> he had some issues. He had a lot of issues. Also, this movie could have totally dived more into his issues. He clearly had a lot of issues that they kind of skated over. Well, there a was, lot. Yeah, there was some abuse issues, I think, on his part that, yeah. that got him in trouble and stuff. So the one thing that I noticed, and I had it and then it was gone, 
Darn it. Where did it go? Oh, man. Dead air. Sorry. No, it's fine. So the one thing is Mick Jagger produced it. Yes. Mick Jagger was in charge of the music. Yes. And there was something else. Then they was... make a Rolling Stones reference. The Rolling Which was Stones, really funny, The Rolling yeah. Stones bumped James Brown to headline a show. And he's like, who's Mick Jagger? Nobody cares about Mick Jagger. And then uh, Pops is like, nobody's going to know who the Rolling Stones are in five years. And that's so not true. Yeah. I remember what it was. Yeah, go for it. He breaks the fourth wall. A lot. And you hated that. No, I actually oh, liked really that. liked it. Because I normally don't. And there was one scene, and I can't remember what the scene was because I saw this like a week and a half ago, that something bad, it was something bad. And he, I don't know if he did it or something, but it was like, mm-mm. And he totally looked Looks at the camera. directly at the camera. And you're like, oh. Um, I love that he does that. But that's the thing, right? Is like, it's a biopic that breaks the fourth wall, which some, I feel like it's a more common trope in like nonfiction and fiction. I like when a character in a biopic does it depending Right. It this wasn't a, cheesy. It was no, really good. This is a good character to do that because he's so in his own brain right. that you now feel a part of his brain. And I liked that. I There'd liked be a, it a lot. a couple other historic, like if, if Abraham Lincoln looked at the camera and was like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. You'd be like, what is this? Like, no, it, it I was totally okay. His yeah. personality, but it right. fits James Brown to just, James Brown is going to talk to you directly. Right. Um, he does that a couple times. I love when the band quits. Yes. And then they're saying, what was that kid from Bolo? We got to call Bootsy. And he looks directly at the camera and goes, we're calling Bootsy. Bootsy is Bootsy Collins. Um, that's something this movie does not shy away from. It is my favorite thing about a biopic. Other famous people existed. I absolutely hate when a biopic acts like a comic book and it's just like, oh, it's about Spider-Man. The other Avengers are busy. <laughs> like He's like, there were other people. Right. I mean, oh my gosh, you get Janet Dean, Frankie Avalon, the Beach Boys, the Rolling Stones. Uh, wh- who did we think we saw? It was, Wait, was it Wayne, w- Wayne New- Newton? Like, this movie does not shy away. And there's a Bootsy Collins, Little Richard. Right, which we kind of talked about, um, yeah. There are so many people in this movie, and it doesn't shy away. And here's the thing. When you have a famous person, they do not need to be played by another famous A-list actor. Right. They can just be in the movie. Right. I thought that the guy who played Little Richard did phenomenal. Meh. I liked it because Little Richard was kind of just like just like James Brown, which, oh my gosh, can you imagine seeing that conversation happen? These two nobodies, James Brown right. and Little Richard. But, okay, so the reason why I also didn't like Get On Up, mm-hmm. did you see what it said at the end of the movie? No, what? Some of it's fictionalized. Well, duh. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't think it has to be. If your person's life is interesting uh, enough to make a movie, you don't have to add stuff or right. make stuff up okay. or add people that didn't exist. Here, here's here's the thing, though. Okay, tell me, because I here here's why I agree with you, but I don't. It you're trying to tell a story in an hour and a half to two and a half hour period, right? Some things just need to get left out, and to explain other things. Okay, like if let's pretend that we're doing a biopic about uh james brown and he did his huge concert at the apollo right right but to lead into his huge concert at the apollo he did the smaller one the smaller one the smaller one and and he blew up and blah 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 well we don't need all that other stuff if we want to start at the apollo so you can just start there and be like this is his first big concert okay like like there's some stuff where it's just hey just roll with it because Yes, little yes, James Brown could have interrupted a little Richard concert and did his own thing, which again would have been insane to watch because they've just been like, yeah, then this dude interrupted some other dude, <laughs> like, right? Um, but 
you think that even if they asked Lil Richard, hey, what conversation did you and James Brown have at the burger? You think that really happened? Probably not. Right. Like, they could have gotten to a fist fight. Like, who knows? Like, right. I, I think that some things have to be fictionalized because every, this sounds morbid. Everyone could be dead. So we don't know what really happened. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, like, I mean, or, that I agree with. I just, I don't know. Don't tell me then. <laughs> well, I mean, also some stuff just plays better in a movie. Like, right. This sounds like a weird connection, but like when Steven Spielberg adapts a book. Right. He takes what works in film and uses that. Right. His movie is way different than Jaws. His movie is way different than Jurassic Park, than Who Framed Roger Rabbit, than, you know, Ready Player One. They're very different because he's taking the concepts that work. Yeah, and while I agree with you of, oh, well, don't create a person. Right. James Brown could have had four ex-wives, and they we only saw two, and they could have just compa- slimmed it down. You know what I mean? They could have just... Yeah. Because one of them could have been for a week and a half, and she's super irrelevant to the... You know what I mean? Like, right. It just doesn't matter Because it was two hours and three minutes to begin with. Yeah. There, there are just some people that just are irrelevant, but maybe they did one important thing, or maybe in someone's life, five people did an important thing once. Well, guess what? That's all just one guy now. That's right. just that's just one guy who did it because it doesn't matter. Like all it, right. like it, all we're right. not we're not telling facts, we're telling a story. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh no, I I genuinely loved this movie. I think that this is one of the best biopics cuz I you I feel like I say this on the show and then I contra- contradict it consistently. I don't really like biopics. Right. This is amazing. I thought this was so well done. So cool. I thought the acting was phenomenal. I thought the story was incredible. I thought everything was great. The casting was on point for every single person they cast. Viola Davis. Yes. She got snubbed so hard. And then the other one with the big eyes. She plays the aunt or something right at the beginning where the little boy has Octavia Spencer. Yeah, I always get her mixed up. I was like, what are you doing in here? Yeah, she has the most She didn't do enough, in my opinion, to deserve a nomination. No, I was just... But Viola Davis is in like, what, three scenes? Right. She got snubbed. Mm. Oh my gosh, when she comes back... Okay. When she's first the mom and you're like, oh, she loves her son. And then when she's like, you realize kind of what her position, what her, her job is... And then she just ignores her son completely when she sees him again. And then she comes back and is like clearly going to try and ask him for stuff. And then he's like, take care of my mom. Oh, I thought for the three scenes was in, she got snubbed because Mm. she was so convincing and you felt so bad for her, but you knew why she was trying to find James. Exactly. You knew why, but you still felt bad for her because she clearly was not doing well. Right. Exactly. So, okay. Yeah. No, I, I... I genuinely, so I mean, like, I guess I can rate it. Yeah, I, I think we should both rate it because we buy have. It. I give it a buy it. And this is a, this is a, even for me. Okay. okay. So I had to watch it twice. Yeah. Because it's a 48 hour rental. Yeah. So I would say wait till it's on a stream, like a Netflix or well, free on Amazon Prime. So, so, I so wouldn't that's ab- not one of our ratings. I know. I'm just saying. Okay, so so rent it, but wait till it's free. Okay, stream it. Stream it. We'll make a fifth one, I guess. Yeah, no. Wait, well, what no, I, well, let's say rent and stream are the same thing. No, I think we should do stream it. So oh, there yeah. should be buy it, rent it, stream it, skip it, throw it in the trash? 
Well, yeah, are but we, it's just, are we randomly growing. We're just it on changing this? them every week, depending on what no, we really but I, want but to. I mean, like we haven't changed. We we added skip it a while ago, right? But I think because it's we, not bad. No, it's but just, I think we can add stream it. So it's buy it, rent it, stream it. But stream it means it's free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stream it is street because because if it's not, then it's a rent it. Got it. I'm just okay. If, if, so I would say so. You said buy it. I say he, stream it. Here's what it is. Ready? Sorry. We're yelling pay at the each max, other. Pay the max amount of money for it. Uh-huh. Pay some money for it. Don't pay any more money for it, but watch it. You don't need to watch it. This sucks. Yeah. like That's our rating system. The hands, the hands don't translate to audio but the, medium. But you're doing but, hands and you're helping me with yes. that. So, yes. So, so I, you say buy it. I say, I say yes. stream it. You say wait for it to be free. Yes. Which if you have a VPN, it is free. Um, I don't know. I watched that... it on Netflix. Uh, Which Netflix? England's? The okay. UK's Netflix. Okay. I loved this movie. I okay. I can't talk about it enough. Um, okay. It's just yeah, and it okay. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. It's fine. Neither of these movies did the boring, the boring, uh, stereotypical biopic approach. Here's our hero. Look at his struggle. Oh, he's overcoming it. Just kidding. Oh, he's overcoming it for real now. Now everyone he wronged loves him. Like Bohemian Rhapsody did. Oh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody did it. The Johnny Cash movie did it. Do you remember Walk Hard, Dewey Cox, the fake biopic, the, yes. mock, the mock biopic? It parodied all that stuff. It literally parodied Bohemian Rhapsody like 10 years before it came out. Right. It, this, yeah. Oh, do, the struggle with drugs was not shown as like, oh, look, he's really, it was like, yeah, he got that problem too. Like, it wasn't like a huge hint. It wasn't like he showed up drunk to us recording and they were like you need to clean up like right. every single other biopic right ever. true no yeah he never went to rehab or therapy or anything nope that we saw i went to jail well yeah a couple times i think um yeah so okay let's talk about 42 42 is uh, so i think this is where we're definitely switching because i'll just say it right out of the gate this was a buy this is a buy it for really me. i love this movie i saw it at the drive-in when it first came out really i did <laughs> Well, there's one very specific scene that would be weird to watch at the drive-in and just hear from a bunch of cars. We, there's Yeah, so let me just say this. This takes place in the 40s. Yeah. If, if you don't know who Jackie Robinson is, mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson was pretty much, well, he was one of the very first African-American baseball players in the major leagues in the major leagues so he started out kind of in the minor in the minor teams well, the brooklyn dodgers minor team yes before that he was in what is called the negro leagues yes uh which is the last time i'm going to say that word yeah but that's what it was but, called but so that's what okay it was called it. well well <laughs> i don't know if that's the, that's yeah. that's just what it was called and so the time being and the attitude and the anger of that time. Yeah. There's a lot of words in this movie. One in particular. That. Y- so there's nothing wrong with this film. Let me just let me just yes. rephrase this. There's nothing wrong with this story. But I think this is not a film that you are going to want to watch with children. No. Because of the not not super bad words, this but the did, inappropriate well. words for 2020. We would never use those words anymore. Yeah, we shouldn't use those. No words. one should ever be saying they, those words. Look, it's it's the very specific word that it, it's a movie about an African American, and people were not thrilled about him being where he is. And they what were word me- do you, what word do you think they were using? Right, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, but, but we don't need to say it. But well, we don't. Alan s- Tudyk. 
Oh yeah. So hello. he shows up and I'm like, is that Alan Tudyk? And I know, then he I was, goes on his tirade and I was like, whoa, Alan Tudyk. Who, who I know I saw him too. And I was like, I was thinking Andy Circus. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's Alan Tudyk. So, but to people that don't know who he is, yeah, his voice is very recognizable. Tell everybody he's who, in a bunch of stuff. He's no, 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 no. Um, Wreck It Ralph. He's King Candy and Wreck It Ralph. That's what I wanted. Yeah. He he's known for as a voice actor. He's K two S O in Star Wars Rogue One. He's I think he's Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Oh, okay. I just um, I, uh, he's in he's in a ton of stuff. He's he's a character actor. I tell you what. He was awesome in this, despite having the most slurs per minute on screen. Yeah, so he was wonderful. He was really good in this because he was horrible. He mm-hmm. was a manager for the who, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh, and he just he would come out and just yell these horrible, horrible things. And the scene that really got me the most—I mean, mm-hmm. there was so much going on. There were two scenes that just got me: is when he finally made it to the big leagues and he finally yeah. made it to the Dodgers and there's this scene of this gentleman yep. with yep. his little boy yep and everyone is shouting out these horrible things to Jackie Robinson and the little boy is like oh and he's like but he wasn't little I'm gonna say he was around 10 or 11 yeah, don't you was, think he was in his formative years yeah so he's shouting out these horrible things not realizing what he's shouting no and then I don't remember what happens but something happens and the little boy, and it, it was like showing that Jackie Robinson is a person. The friend put his arm around him. Okay, and I love the friend because unless I'm wrong, which I could be. It's on NCIS, right? Okay, but I can make him go back even farther, I think. You got to Google him for me. Okay. Because I think that actor, yes, NCIS New Orleans. Yeah. But I think he was also, I could be wrong and you're just going to check me and I hope I'm not wrong. Just say it. The little boy in swing bla- Sling Blade. Okay, that's weird that you bring up Sling Blade because, okay, I don't know if this is mean. Don't you think that James Brown kind of has the Sling Blade face? Like, yes, he does. Uh, yeah, he totally like, does. Okay, but, that's Lucas Black. Yes, and was he the, the little boy in Sling Blade? I mean, I don't know. He's born in 1982. Yeah, but that wasn't that long ago. Well, I'm checking. Okay, uh, don't be mean to me. Yeah, he's in Sling Blade. Yeah, so that's little boy. If he's born in '82, that came out. In, he's 14 in that movie. Yeah, but I'm saying that was the kid, and now yeah. he's yeah. So he's in. I don't, he's not on there anymore because I think his character died. But whoops. In CIS New Orleans. Yeah. Anyway, yes, Lucas Black puts his he plays a, and a baseball player named Pee Wee puts his arm around um, Jackie Robinson because they are at the Pittsburgh game. And he's like, my family's from Kentucky, and I want him to let him know we're part of the team. And so people are changing, and this little boy just is realizing, wait a minute, this is not the anger and the yelling and the mean words. It's not right. And you could just yeah. see that it on his face. My other favorite scene, and I hope it's okay to say, is when the one player comes to Jackie and says, why do you always wait to shower after all the rest of it us. It is very funny. And Jackie Robinson is like, I'm just, you know, trying to do the right thing. I just don't want people because to Because people get yeah. uncomfortable. And then he goes, Jackie, come and take a shower with me. And he goes, I don't mean it this way. Finally, and he's like trying to get himself out of That was genuinely his, funny. Yeah. And that guy's a that guy. Because I was like, oh, it's that guy. It's that guy. I've seen him in lots of stuff. And then Jackie's like calling him by his character's name. He's like, shut up. Yeah. And then he just goes and take a shower. But the, we mentioned it off, you and I were talking together. I mean, I think, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to use a baseball reference. Harrison Ford knocked it out of the park. Yeah, totally. He was he plays the owner of yes. the Dodgers. And I was a little worried that this was going to be a white savior movie. Right. And it's, it's not. What a white do you know what a white savior yeah, movie I do. is? Where, where the white guy comes in and saves the day, but no, no, he doesn't. He kind of just lets Jackie Robinson do it. But he, he picks Jackie Robinson because of who Jackie Robinson is and he knows yes. that he can take the hard stuff that's coming. Yeah. The scene where he smashes the baseball bat in the hallway and breaks oh. down and cries, and then Harrison Ford is just there and is like, "Hey, you can keep doing this." If Harrison Ford came up and was like, "And like, and that guy's fired," then it's like, "Okay," but Harrison Ford doesn't really do anything out of his no. way to to further Jackie besides encourage him. But then the scene where Harrison Ford is telling the story about. How that he played with a yeah. an African American and he, he thought he did what he could but he really didn't, and then he kind of hated baseball for a while and Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson helped him love baseball again and, and his character, um, Harrison Ford's character gets like kind of like yeah. emotional Harrison and I thought Ford, it was so great. Look and his big old eyebrows. Look, I will just say it. Harrison Ford is not a good actor. Okay, he's <gasps> not. He's not. He's <gasps> the same character in every single movie. <gasps> I didn't think he was the same character in this one. That's what I'm about to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Honey. That's okay. This is the first movie I've seen Harrison Ford in that I feel like he's not playing Harrison Ford. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I forgot it was Harrison Ford two or three times. Yeah. It's like, oh, this old guy. Well, they also kind of pudged him up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like he's and not, even crabbier. He's, he's a thin man. Right. And they kind of made him look a little chubby. What I was telling you off, Mike, is I think he's far too old now, but I would love to see him play Richard Nixon. Because he kind of has that like, like right. when he's doing this character. I thought he was great as this character. I very much enjoyed Branch. I don't remember his last name. Ricky. It was Branch Ricky. Branch Ricky, which was so weird because I was like, what well, it was R I R I C K E Y. But but I was like, that's just a weird name. I look. I enjoyed this movie. Yes. Not as much as you did. I thought it was kind of like okay. Okay, so I say buy it. Yeah, I say I say stream it. Did you stream it or did you buy it? Uh, I had to rent it because okay. I couldn't find it. Like it was on other Netflixes, but then Netflix was like, "No, no, no, tricky boy, you have to pay for this one." And I was like, "Fair enough, I guess." Um, okay. But no, I look it. It's good for what it is. Right now, this is gonna sound wrong. Yeah. So that you, we talked about things that you say all the time. This well, is gonna sound wrong. You, this is gonna sound, and then that's this what you not, always say. It's gonna sound wrong, but. I would say that this is a rainy day school movie, except for the language. Except and and I look the word is in get on up a couple times. Right. I mean it. I am not joking when I am genuinely curious. When I say I'm genuinely curious to know what Alan Tudyk's words per minute of screen per second of screen time is, because Alan Tudyk is in maybe two scenes, but literally. 90% of his dialogue is the N-word. And, and if it's a whole not bunch that, of icky stuff. It's every other slur you can think of for African Americans. It's genuinely disgusting. It's right. awful because, and that's what sucks, is this really happened. Right. And, and this is important to show. Right. And I so wanted somebody to just walk over and punch no him. Could, uh, but it, w- it wouldn't have had the same effect. Exactly. So, and, and it, yeah. So, but it just shows... Kind of the team, and yeah. it's. I just think it's a great film. So I had to rent it three times. <laughs> I rented it today. I, this one was kind of pushing off because I was like, I don't know about this. Like, am I gonna like it? Like, because I'm not a big sports person. I'm not either. I thought this movie was so interesting. 
Um, look, Chadwick Boseman knocks it out of the park again. No pun intended. Uh, yeah. I mean, every side character. There's somebody else that shows up. That I was like, what the heck? Is it Max Casella who plays the the because the, the other coach the own the, yeah the head coach of the Dodgers quits. Well, he gets fired because oh yeah that, uh, oh gosh, what's it? Christopher Maloney? Yes. <laughs> it, oh yeah, he doesn't get fired. He's suspended for a year because his he has a girlfriend. Yeah, and a which, wife. Okay. I absolutely loved Harrison Ford's conversation with him about like, do you have any problem playing Jackie Robinson? He's like, no, I have literally no problems. He's like, we well, you know the Bible says blah, 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 blah. He goes, yeah, I, I love him. He's fine. Whatever. Like play him. And he's like, you know, the Bible also says about adultery. I know. I was like, oh, I thought that was so funny. Um, I really liked Harrison Ford in this movie. He's because he's, he's it's very weird to see Harrison Ford play. And this is going to sound weird. A Walter Matthau character. Right. He's totally that way. Yeah, uh, but, it's good. Yeah. And then the guy that kind of helps Harrison Ford, he was in a couple of seasons of Grey's Anatomy. And the uh, oh, my gosh, the, the baseball announcer. Yes, that's, that's John C. McGinley. Oh yeah, I was, I was like that I was like, guy what again. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's a it's a and great cast. He's not goofy. He's just, and he is in no other scenes besides being a baseball announcer. Yep. He does not have a, the only scenes that John C. McGinley shot are sitting inside of a press box. Yes. He has nothing else. Nope. And it's good. Uh, so. And he, yeah, I thought he was great because it's a famous baseball announcer. He's playing. Yes. I thought he was great. Yes. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Not as much as you. Right. But I did enjoy it. Awesome. Okay, so should I do our stuff? Do our spiel. We have a Twitter. Uh, KTMA show at Twitter. We have a Facebook page. Uh, Kids Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have Discord. We're getting some good stuff. I say this every week or every time we record because it's not always every week. But oh, people are talking. People are giving us some great themes. So if you've got some, jump on Discord. Give us some themes. Um T public T E E public gets get your kid tested mother approved. Ruben's wearing his right now. Yeah, his merchandise. Um, let me see. Do we have any emails? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we have any this week. Um, let me see. I'm gonna say no, but I will come okay. back. And that's about it. Uh, is it? Yeah, all those other things. Patreon, you can support us. Baby Little Podcast. Yep. Patreon.com slash um, Okay. No, I... Man, I was going to Google... Oh, that's what it was. You know what time it is. It's a time for the Muppets. It's the Twilight Zone Muppets. Muppet... What? I don't know. You always do the do-do-do-do. Muppets Now Zone. Yeah, oh, okay. Any show that we watch together, we have to call it the blank zone. Okay. So, I was happy. Yeah, this was episode six. It was the season finale. And we were Prob- kind of like, okay... Well, I was like... serious finale. I'm sorry. Probably series for now. Did it do bad? I mean, I don't know, but ask your friend. He knows everything he about know Disney. Everything. Cause he, he, I asked him for Robin, and he put Robin on. He okay. okay he does. Wait, he, wait. I was just gonna say this. Let me just say that. That's not true. Yeah. Um, Ruben's friend is is a great guy. I actually have never met him. Yeah. Right? Is that that's, true? That's correct. You've never met him. But I always talk like I have. Yeah. And that he's got some big. Well, it's position. funny because he texts me like he's talked to you because right. he. Here's what's insane is we're having this conversation right now. Okay. And I will get a text in a couple days that is like, hey, I'm listening to that conversation. Like, because I know when he listens because I'll get a text. Oh, of, see, of I love like it. something that we're talking about. Right. People do that. 
Okay, and I I love this. No one texts me. Well, I love when people because people do it in the Discord too. Okay, if you listen to the show, yes, I absolutely love this because, and I apologize, but I love when people text me as they're listening to the show to tell me something. Yes, like I know what they're talking about in the moment. Right, I absolutely love it. It happens all the time. Not all the time, but I mean, I love when it happens. It's happened in the Discord. I know, and I love that too. And we're you and I both are like, what? Like it takes a minute because we're we've recorded a few days yeah. ago and we hit stop recording and <laughs> our brains are gone. Our brains I'm, are I'm gone already too. going, OK, what movie do I have to watch for this? Because yeah. it takes me a few days to watch them. Um, but OK, okay sorry. Okay, all that being said, Muppets Now Zone Zone. Yes. And I keep saying Robin has to be on there. So I had been telling Ruben, tell your friend, tell your friend to put Robin on Muppets Now. Yeah, and be- I tell you what, I was like, I had this and this is not. I did not know anything because you can go back and listen. I keep saying, I think Robin's going to show up. Right. I'm like, I don't know. Cause you, you keep going, he's not going to be in it. He's not going to be in it. And I go, I don't know. I don't know. It, it might he's s- in it. Yes. He's in it. And it might sound like I knew something. I did not know anything. No, it was a very small part, but, but it was enough for me to be a happy girl was probably my favorite of the quote unquote MCs. Yeah, it was good. He was my favorite. He was the social media manager and they were all talking about, Oh, I don't. His know. little face. His little face, and then well, I was just gonna say, and he's like, "They're rooting for you, Scooter." And I don't want to spoil too much, but at one point, yeah. it shows the chat, and it's all just, "Hurry up, Scooter! Hurry up! Come on, hurry up! You're so slow! Hurry up!" Like people are like bagging on Scooter, but Robin just sees it and actually goes, "People love you, Scooter!" Like I, I thought that was so funny. So fun. So I get to see him, and yeah, and I think you watched it before me because you're like, "You're gonna be happy." I just texted you. You're gonna be very happy. Yeah, I, okay, and so I actually, this is funny because you texted me while I was at work mm-hmm. and then I have an hour for lunch and I went outside and I watched it on my lunch and when I came, so it's it's a big property yeah. and I was sitting kind of in a down area kind of by myself mm-hmm. and when I came up, somebody's like, oh, did you have, did you have a visitor for lunch? I was like, no, I was watching Muppets now. And they're like, oh, I heard we heard voices. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. They're like, no, no, we thought you had friends or something. Nope, just nope, Muppets. Nope, just puppets. Um, so, all right, let's do it. Okay. So we love Robin. So we loved Robin. Okay. The first one, the first skit was Muppet Labs. But. It was good. Joe from Legal was there. Yeah. Joe <sighs> from Legal should have been in every one. Uh, yeah. He, we're not going to talk too much about it because yes. we're not going to blow it. But. Uh, by far, for me, this was the best lab one that yes. they'd done. Because when that came on again, I'm like, eh. Yeah, we were bummed. And then Joe from Legal showed up and was like, He's I'm here so to make funny. sure everything's perfect. He played so well with Beaker and Bunsen. And That's the voice what they is so funny. Right? Yeah, Bunsen. Yeah, Be- Beaker and Bunsen. Bunsen. Oh, I was just like, wait, that doesn't sound right. It is right. It's Bunsen, Honeydew, and, and Beaker. Beaker. Okay, that was our beaker impression. Um, but I absolutely loved those. I loved that combination. That's what it needed. Muppet Labs needed something, and it was the foil of Joe from Legal. Yes. Like, that's what they 100% needed. So that was good. Um, next up was the Swedish chef doing uh, meatballs. Yeah. That one was okay. I thought it was kind of funny that the other chef was going, I'm making Turkish meatballs or something, and the Swedish chef was like, no, no, no. Sweetie meaty boos. Like, that was kind of fun. That was funny. Right. Um, okay. Uh, the third one was the... Okay. 
Third one was Mup Close and Personal. Loved it. And it was Fozzie Bear oh, yeah. interviewing Seth Rogen. And okay. Don't tell too much. The babies. The babies was so funny. And I don't want to give it away. But there's one baby that he only says one word. Right. And Seth Rogen is like, why does he only know that word? <laughs> like it was so funny. It was clearly improvised. Right. I thought it played so well. I absolutely loved it. That was by far one of my favorite skits from the whole thing. Like, it would be all of the Pepe's game shows. Yes. And then that. Yes. Because it was so... The RuPaul one was good. Yes. Like, it was pretty good. Yes. It was, like, genuine. Yes. This was just so funny. Right. Absolutely. I was in literal tears at this one because it was totally it was but seth rogan played it so and the questions that fozzy fozzy asking and i don't want to give too much away again but fozzy asking seth rogan if he feels that judd apatow is his kermit i was losing it because i'm like what i love that it was Um, good so that was good and then we had lifestyles with miss piggy then that one was fine fine yeah lifestyle is not that cool it's kind of boring like yeah like, like like we said in the last one they give miss piggy too much attention I think Miss Piggy does not deserve that much attention. No, I don't either. I think she's a fine character, but is she the head of the Muppets? No. Not for us. I mean, some people no. love her. Yeah, and I get that she sells, but like... Yeah, she's not one of my faves. But like Gonzo didn't get his own segment. Right. Fozzie got one segment. Like right. Like these, these main title characters, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem were in one segment. Right. Like you have a band. Have them play a song. Right. Like, why wasn't there a, a Dr. T and the Electric Mayhem play with blank? Right. Like, there's so much they could have done. Right. It would have been great to see Dr. Teeth play with modern artists. To see Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem back up Billie Eilish for Royal, or for, what is that song called? Bad Guy. You know what I mean? Just, like, that kind of stuff of just, doc- they, there's a lot of characters they just didn't use, and they just kind of brushed away. And it was like. What's, yeah, which they could have. So, overall. Do you think there will be a season two? Do you want a season two? Only if it's better than this. Yeah, this was I was disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed. This was not great. On the flip, there's another show on Disney Plus that got no marketing. Oh, I was thinking of what's coming, but no. What are you thinking of? What's What's coming October thirtieth? I don't remember. Mandalorian. What? Oh yeah, I can't wait for that. Season two. That's gonna be so good. We're getting more Baby Yoda. Yes. Marmando. It looks good. Oh. So, but the show that came is coming on. I watched a little. I can't get into it as much as you love it's it. It's weird. It's bizarre. It is a talk show. And it's done by Henson. Done by the Henson Company. Brian Henson is one of the main showrunners. Son of Jim. Right. Uh, and it's all puppets and stuff. It's called Earth to Ned. And it is about an alien who is buried underground. His, his spaceship is buried underground. And he is a very large four-armed alien. Yes. And he has a sidekick named Cornelius. Yes. Who looks like Gonzo. Yes, a little bit. He looks like Gonzo mixed with a tapir. Yes. And it is weird. Yes. It's funny. It is also unscripted. Okay. The parts where they're interviewing are unscripted. Some of the guests are great. Some of the guests have no idea what to do. (laughs) Uh, Tom Lennon is in the art episode. And I don't know who he is. Do I? You will when you you do when you see him. You'll go. Kay. Oh, Thomas Lennon wrote Night at the Museum. He's in Reno Nine One One. It's that you. Yeah. If I 
remember in the Princess Bride remake thing? Uh-huh. He's the guy who played Humperdinck and hit the the yes with the dog. Yeah, he hit the coconuts with the dog, and then he had his kid with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Thomas Lennon. Got it. I thought that it was great. There's a Star Wars episode where they watch all of Star Wars and they just talk about it. Fun. It's it's weird. It's different. People asked Brian Henson why he didn't include the Muppets. Like it's like you're Disney, you can do this thing. Why don't you include the Muppets? Because he didn't want to. Right. He straight up. He was like, to be honest, we didn't even ask. He goes, we wanted to establish it on its own thing. Which I think was a good idea, yeah, and I think the, it's better than the Muppets now. It was. Be- it is better than Muppets now, and it's more fun. And it's it's. They had Raven Simone on, in the, the art episode again, and they're playing. Is this art or no? And Ned and Raven have to hold up signs, but they think it's art. There's one where it's like an actual abstract art piece, and the next one is just a cold hot dog. Uh, and Ned is always wrong because Ned doesn't understand human culture. There's a comedy episode. There's it's just it's genuinely fun. It's a it's safe enough for families. Like it doesn't get anything too weird or risque. Like there's a couple hints and jokes, but nothing like whoa, calm down. Right, exactly. Okay, and something else that came out on Disney Plus that we watched Mulan. That we're gonna should we be just real- should we just like cycle into what are, what are you watching, watching buying yeah, yeah. selling smelling so we smelling <laughs> smelling i'm not talking about that um i so i'm not going to say a lot about it because again people are still watching it and we don't want to give it away and some people are not going to watch it some people are going to wait till december when yeah, disney totally plus fair. puts it on free so i'm gonna say two things about it yeah number one is you cannot compare it to the animated show. Does not compare it to the original animated movie at all. And it had more of a, it was funny because we were watching with a few people and right at the same time, me and someone else said, this reminds me of The Mummy because it had that look or as I was explaining it to somebody, and I think I said the title wrong, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of look to it. It's very Kung Fu inspired. But I loved it. Let me just say that. I loved it. Look, it's also made more money than Tenet, uh, the Christ- the new Christopher Nolan movie. I don't care. Yeah. I really want to see it, but apparently it's hard to hear, so I'm like not going to go see it at the drive-in. Some people say, I've known people who have seen it at a drive-in, they said it was good, but also like I don't care that much. Right. Like I can just wait at this point. But look, I think that Mulan was fun. I, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people have problems with. Totally get that. Uh, but it was enjoyable for what it was. Right. For a movie where, where it was six of us, it was family, where we sat in the room and we all watched Mulan. It was fun. It was so fun. We got yeah. sandwiches. And yeah, it was fun. It was, we, it was good. So let me see. The only other thing that I want while well, I'm... Okay, I'm now in, yeah. let me think, for my wrestling. Watching okay. Hulu 2016 I'm in now. Wow. So that's good. Uh, I, I have been watching something that I forgot to mention and I can't believe I've gone this long without mentioning it. Okay. I'm watching Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My brother used to love Avatar The Last Airbender. I, I maybe watched a couple episodes, but out of context, they meant nothing to me. I'm finally watching it. I'm on book three, which is like season three. I think I'm on episode six. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It is shockingly good. Excellent. And then I'm also watching second episode for the new season 
American Ninja Warrior, which I absolutely love. You love Ninja Warrior. I, I've, I'm old now and not and don't have any strength at all, but I would love to try one time to do one of those courses, but I'd have to work out. Okay. You would be awesome. in that, at that SNL skit with Bobby Moynihan <laughs> yep. where he's like, I'm doing it because our town was ravaged by a hurricane and we don't have anything. And I just want to show those people in our town that we can still do it. And they're like, okay, go for it. And he starts, he just eats it immediately. Exactly. All right. Um, so this theme is hey, a fun Hey, can we theme. turn a light on? Because I can't see because it is now dark in here and I can't read my own notes. I mean, the, do yeah, we have a light or no? The light's by you. Um, no, it's on, the, it's on the actual lamp itself. It's like a wire connected to it. This? Yeah, hit it. There you go. There, yeah, because I'm like, I can't see my own notes. So our theme for next week is? Yes. It was given to us on our Discord. Woohoo! Who gave it to us? Do you remember? No, I'm looking at it right now. Sastronaut. Oh, she Someone else's childhood or not my nostalgia, which I like. Right. Uh, so it's. Give each other a movie from your childhood or just your past that hits you almost too hard with nostalgia. Okay. I really liked that. I have four. I have three. Okay, can I go first? You go first. So 1947. What? Okay, because I watched it as a kid. Because you're a dinosaur. No, shut up. <laughs> 1947. Theodore's going ham tonight. Something I was going to say, outside. I want to see what's going on. 1947, 1959, 1965, or 1974. Weren't you already like 40 in 1974? Okay, what are my years again? 1947. No. 1959. No. 1965. Maybe. 1974. 65. Okay. So you didn't. Oh, no. You didn't pick 1947, which is Miracle on 34th Street, Good. the original. You can't give me Christmas movie. Well, it. I liked it. It's nostalgic for me. 1959, the original animated classic, Sleeping Beauty. Bummer. 1974. Hey, real quick. Did you know in Sleeping Beauty that there's a dragon that's only on screen for like 10 seconds? Yep. Yeah. It, there's no big fight scene. or It's weird that they used that dragon so much and also their Disney marketing because that dragon barely exists yep. on screen. Just like just like the wolves in so that they added to sleep, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Did you know there was wolves in Beauty and the Beast? They added them in that remake. No. Oh, wait a minute. You fast forwarded through all the scary parts. Because you were three. Yeah. And it was scary. Okay, back to me. I cannot believe. I'm still not over that. Back to me. Really quick. Back to me. Really quick. People still bring the wolves up to me. They're That's like, oh, yeah, like the wolves in Sleeping Beauty are in Beauty and the Beast, right? I'm like, look. You were three. <laughs> Maybe four. You yeah. were little. It was scary. Okay. okay. 1974 was the original Escape to Witch Mountain. Okay. Oh, I don't like the face you're making. 1965. Yeah. Where did Singing in the Rain? The Hills Are Alive. No. With the Sound of Music. We've not we've not done this? Nope. I gotta watch this Nazi musical? That's what it is. A Sound of Music. Okay. No. No. You gave me a look like I said something wrong. Okay. What kind of movie is it? I know. It's about well, Austria no, being no, no, no. overtaken by the movie? Nazis. What kind, of, what kind of movie is it? It's a Nazi movie. Well, no, no, no. What do they do in it? Th they escape. They sing. Yes. So it's a singing movie. It's or a musical, like musical. a musical, like a normal Earth human would say. 
I love the movies that are the singing movies. <laughs> are you okay, alien give me a robot? Movie. <laughs> give me a movie. Literally try to get you to say the word musical and took musical, 40, musical, 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 musical. Okay. You know the mo- a kind of movie where music is played. Uh, singing movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am a human. <laughs> what is my now? You're gonna be mean to me because I made you watch something bad. 1998. Okay. No, now poop. 1998. Okay. 1997. Okay. 1999. 98. You are not watching Jurassic Park The Lost World. Okay. Jurassic Park 2 is one of my favorites as a kid. Absolutely loved it. Scared the crap out of me. You are also not watching the first R-rated movie I ever saw, which was Mystery Alaska. You were, wait, well, okay, let's just say this, yeah. Uh, you were not thrilled. You I was were, mad at your dad. You were very mad at dad for taking us to see that movie. I'll tell you right now, probably doesn't hold up well. No. A raunchy 90s comedy from 1999. It wasn't really a comedy. It was it was a hockey movie. It was a sports comedy. Oh, okay. I just remember boinking scenes. Oh, me going, great. <laughs> I'm nine years old. Yeah, yeah. But. yeah now um, you're going to get in trouble. No, what you are watching. <laughs> see, so there we got each other on this one. You were watching one of my favorite movies as a kid. Uh, one of my favorite. Kangaroo Jack? No. Ooh. Ooh. Oof. Fantasia Oof. 2000? Oof. Can't believe I slept on Kangaroo Jack. That movie sucks, by the way. I watched it as an adult. Not good. Okay. Uh, You're watching even better. Okay. I'll tell you right now. It's got a 2.9 on IMDb. Okay. I think it is like number three of these movies. Okay. <laughs> I cannot believe this. You want to know who's in this movie before no, I tell No, I just wanted you to tell me. It was filmed, I'm near, it was filmed near where we live. Okay, I'm still hungry. Lost Boys. No, what? No. I'm just kidding. It stars Jim Varney and Hulk Hogan. You were Magic watching- Magic something? Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh, I see it. It sucks. It's, I know, but that you liked it as a kid, and that's good. Oh, yeah, because Hulk Hogan was so cool. Yes. And I do believe it was filmed at Great America. I don't think so. I, I want to say it was... A part of it was. I don't think so. I think it was filmed at Magic Mountain. You think? Yes. I feel like I see that one part where they run out of the Grizzly, and it's clearly that space where Okay, I don't know. We'll have to exit. look it up. Yeah. We'll have to Google it. You're All watching right. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. And you're watching Sound of Music. I mean, they're pretty much the same film. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, wait a minute. They kind of are. No. Escaping, yeah, okay. Three, not maybe not three, children yes. are held captive. Yes. And they must do what they can to get with out. the insistence of an older blonde person to escape terrorists slash Nazis. There you go. They're the same film. Okay, maybe. Well, hey, before except I... yours is a singing movie. <laughs> before I forget, Sound of Music is on Disney+. Plus. That makes sense. So free, baby. Yeah, and then we'll. F- f- did you check to see if I could get that movie? Yeah, you can get it it's on Amazon. Okay. Well, great. I'll have to run it forty-two times. It's uh ten thousand dollars. Weird. Where? It's all right. Two ninety-nine. Okay. It's on everything though. Okay. It's one of those. Wow. When do you? Okay. When do you think the last time this was rented? Never. I'll be the first one. <laughs> the guy who started. The guy who started it. Not Hulk Hogan, but like one Jim of the Barney, two. who has passed away. Yeah, he's also he's dead. Uh, I'm saying like one of the kids will just get like a, a Google notification. But whoop, somebody rented three noon Mega Mountain High Ninjas. What? That's close enough, right? <laughs> that's all right. Did I say High Ninjas? You did. <laughs> that's a different movie. That's a different movie. All right. Well, then you're watching Sound of Music and I'm watching Three Ninjas High on Mega Mountain. <laughs> High on Mega Mountain. <laughs>
whatever. That's their, that's their after school special. There you go. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.